please be advised that this episode of Storytellers is not safe for work. This week's story contains explicit language, adult themes, and inappropriate situations that some may find offensive. In other words, headphones on, ladies and gentle beings. You're listening to Storytellers. Four minds, one story, all entertainment. Four minds, one story. Welcome to Storytellers. Today, we are joined by our original guests in the last episode. We have the incredibly witty and incredibly talented Jay. Jay, how are you today? I'm doing pretty well. Hi. Uh, I didn't win any money last time, but I am excited (laughs) for this time. We'll see. We'll see. And also joining us is our beautiful and incredibly well made up today. We wish you could see her, Stephanie from the Mocha Minutes podcast. Stephanie, how are you? I am wonderful. How are you guys? Man, I wish I could say I wish won some money too. <laughs> we're gonna have to look at having prizes on here for real. We're gonna let <laughs> we're gonna let the audience vote. <laughs> say which piece they like the best you know everybody chip in for coffee money or something and also with us is the incredibly technically oriented very well connected lspn where are you sir are you with us nigga <laughs> And as always, we are joined by my ho- my co-host, who is the most patient and benevolent of souls, who I am forever indebted to for bringing me in on this journey. Hello, Rashani. How are you this afternoon? Uh, I've been better and I've been worse, so I guess I'm okay. How about yourself? I'm hanging in there. Mm-hmm. We have a very special episode of Storytellers today. We normally do this with four minds this episode we have five because we decided that ricky was going to join us and at the end of our last episode rashani challenged us to a romance he said he was tired of all of my dark and wicked machinations and we're going to do something romantic and beautiful and heartfelt for you today and i said yay Let me go first. (laughs) And I am truly hopeful that this story turned out to be something so wonderful and so out of left field because usually it's me that's taken the left turn. If you've never listened to the podcast before, how the stories usually go is we draw cards. The cards tell us what the story is going to be about. Each person takes a turn telling part of the story anywhere from two to five minutes. So the first person starts, starts off the story, passes theirs over to the second person. The second person listens to the first part, tells their part. From that point on, it starts to get a little dicey. The third person can only listen to the second person's part of the story, and then they write their part. And the fourth person only hears the third part. 
since we're doing a five-part story today, the person that did the fourth part passed theirs on to the fifth, and that's wrapping it up for us today. So this story is going to be a little bit longer and hopefully a little bit stranger, a little more twists and turns. So, <laughs> ladies and gentle beings, if we're ready, Ricky, let's get us started. All right. I need you to talk to me, baby. Tell me what you see. Specialist Genevieve Richards kept her voice low, but she couldn't quite hide the tremor of concern as she waited for a reply. Four generations of Richards had served honorably in the Global Defense League. Genevieve was the fifth, and likely the last. LabCorp had finally succumbed to a decades-long assault and gone independent, which was a polite way of saying the core AI had divested itself of its human counterparts and was currently operating to its own benefit. Most people hadn't been notified, of course, and Genevieve shouldn't have known either. She didn't have the clearance. Luke did, though, and he'd gotten through to her on an analog channel and met up with her at the edge of the grid without a second thought. His hand squeezed hers in reassurance as they both huddled in the dark and waited for Deontay to answer. What if he's... Shh. Deontay's the best AR developer in LabCorp. He's all right. Digital takes longer than quantum to connect, and analog takes even longer than that. Give him time. Genevieve nodded but her heart sank just the same. There was no way back from the days before augmented reality, and who would want to go back to an unfiltered, non-contextualized world anyway? It would be chaos. All transport would be mired in gridlock. The harvesters would stop reaping. Water treatment plants would stop working. The solar energy collectors would shut down. People would be disconnected from their avatars and in some instances, their life support systems. Madness. And the longer they waited, the greater the chance that the AI would start pulling the plug on civilization as they knew it. LabCorp had to be reconfigured. And the only way to do that was to get to the core node within the grid. The grid was part of an underground power supply, part network, part drone and construct transport, and assembly. It was a fractal maze of fiber optics, quantum transport boxes, subway tunnels, and factories that stood between Genevieve, Luke, and their goal. But somewhere in the middle of all that was Deontay Simmons, chief AR specialist, famous artist, and Genevieve's own personal blanket thief. Well, one of them. The other was crouched next to her in the dark, reading the output files on a programming drone while simultaneously rubbing his thumb back and forth across the back of her hand. A muffled burst of static filled the archaic earpiece in Genevieve's left ear, and she winced even as her growing cloud of worry lifted at the sound of Deontay's voice. Panels are out. Security protocols are rewritten every 15 minutes. Look, there's no way. Hey, D. Luke cut in. Relax. You should have the lights on in that panel in about... Well, now, actually. On the other end of the line, Deontay exhaled then chuckled. <laughs> Luke, they're going to revoke your credentials if you get caught. Yeah, and then I'll make new ones. Once the door's open and you're out, I don't care what GDL does with me. There's no way we're turning you over to them. I don't care if I have to. Boys, focus up. Deontay, baby, I need to know what's on that panel so we can get to the core. Luke, 
See if you can get us access to a transport tube that's under maintenance. I'm going to check that quantum node, see where it connects. We'll get you out of there, D. Just hang on. I told you guys I could be romantic. Was that not? No, I understand. Wow. It was fantastic. And it was dark. And it was dark. She did both. The whole goddamn <laughs> world about to end. We couldn't just have like you gotta have something. Like it's I not don't, just... I don't feel I don't feel comfortable with her patting herself on the back like she suddenly just went all romantic and shit. Going <laughs> <laughs> to church once, it don't make you spiritual, nigga. Look, look, there was hand holding, there was heartfelt. That's your emotion. idea of romantic hand holding. <laughs> There was there was physical affection. There was Blanket established. Thievery. There's a, a well, obviously we know her love language. <laughs> physical touch, love language. Yes, physical touch and world-ending scenarios. <laughs> Literally, you know. Wednesday Adams version of a romantic novel. <laughs> it's fantastic. I really love it. No, no. And because I was slightly remiss, we have to uh, name the cards. So the cards that we had were a door that won't open. Um, what were the cards? I remember that part. <laughs> Rashani, do you remember the cards? Yeah, hold on one second. A uh, door that won't open. Um, golly, I, I, I just put them back, too. Okay, um, hold, hold on. A door that won't open, a keeper of family tradition, mm-hmm. and a survivor. And a survivor. There we go. See, and I hit all three. I hit all three. We're good. This is romantic. This is lovely. And I will say on a serious note that one of the reasons that I always go in this direction is because so many romance novels are so toxic when it comes to Mm. things like consent and autonomy and just relationship roles in general. So instead of the traditional boy meets girl, boy loses girl, boy finds girl again under a rock, completely unable to live without him, um, we get polyamorous soldiers fighting to save the world from itself and its own demise. There you go. (laughs) And I even made it technical because I was trying to softball this to Ricky because Ricky is our tech guy who understands how tech stuff works. I figured he could just scoop this right up and make something great with it. So <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready, Ricky, to, to let us hear what you did, where that you took it? so goddamn hard. Oh, my God. That shit was so hard. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, yeah, nigga, nigga, wait to hear this. Do my oh, best Yo, I swear to you, I was like, let me do my best Rashani impression. I'm about to just, you know, go in, listen to it three, four times and one take this shit. By the eighth time, I was like, you know, <laughs> this, uh, this, I'm going to go in and I'm going to one take this shit. This is some bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It took me a couple of days. Um, nah, you know what? Like, I couldn't figure out y'all are here fuck it that's y'all just gonna have to hear this shit nope Nope. that's that's where we're going with this this is some bullshit Genevieve Richards sat in in a large air vent uh, on her way to the quantum node when she began to worry worry that Deontay would be stuck in, in lab core worried that Luke wouldn't be able to find a transport vehicle. 
She began to worry more and more, for she loved both very much. And to be quite honest, she was never quite the one to want to be in the Global Defense League. It was purely just a family thing. It was a good opportunity to make a living, and it was almost expected of her in many ways. But she did it. And with the AI going rogue, she began to question why any of this was worth it. Sure, if they were successful in stopping the AI, they'd be heroes. But at what cost? The most important thing to Genevieve was her relationship. And her partners, Luke and Deontay, felt the same way. While all of them were very prominent figures within the Global Defense League, they, they made a priority to put the relationship first. She couldn't wrap her mind around the possibility of losing them, either of them. She wished for a way out. Just, she wished that somehow something would just transport her and them away from all of this, away from everything. To this point, her worry grew into a full-blown panic attack. She stopped where she was in the air vent and just once again wished to be pulled away, wished, wished to be somewhere else. It was at this moment she felt an uneasy feeling in her stomach. And next, the light flashed before her eyes. And before she realized it, she was back in her childhood home. Standing there with Luke and Deontay next to her, in front of her father. Former general of the Global Defense League, Jenkins Richards. Genevieve knew just how talented her father was as a scientist. And just how much reach he had in the Global Defense League as its brigadier general when she was a child. But she was never privy to any of his work or anything that he did, even during her time in the Global Defense League. It was at this moment Genevieve had the only possible explanation for this. My motherfucking God, look at this. Look what the fuck I just did. Look what I did. I'm a fucking God. Sweetie, um, no, no, that's no. Her father said, stood there staring at his daughter, chuckling. No, honey. That's that's not what happened. Dad, oh my God, you're here. That, wh- how are we here? What 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 happened, honey? Don't don't worry about it. Um, that's that's what I brought you here to talk about. You brought us here. What do you mean you brought us here, Dad? Well, like I said, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. So I understand that the LabCorp AI, AI has divested itself from uh, its human counterparts, as one might say. Now, it is possible to reconfigure the AI, um, and I can help you because uh, and that's kind of part of what I wanted to talk to you about. Um, I invented or created a uh, matter transport that we can, where we can actually transport human beings now. I know that we've been able to do this for you know other types of matter for centuries now, but, but Dad, how are we not catatonic? You can't transfer human beings without them going catatonic. We, well... Honey, that's what that's what happened. I, I, I resolved that issue. It's that's not a concern right now. We don't have time for that. As I said, it the AI can be reconfigured, but you in, but you face an increasingly small window, and I can get you there. However, the problem is is you may not get back, and that's why um, there is another option. I can also use the same technology to send you three away. You wouldn't even notice a change in things. Your, your augmented reality would still actually function as if it did uh, before this happened. And 
and you could live a happy life together, you three. But the rest of us would ultimately die. Again, you wouldn't know this, and I can't. There's not even a guarantee that you'll succeed if you try to reconfigure the AI. So, honey, you three think about it. The choice is yours. Oh, my goodness. Hey, that was I, terrible. I. That was terrible. Oh. Shit. <laughs> You can, you can, can I just say I'm a motherfucking god? <laughs> the title of the show. The title of the show. With this, or you can get with that. With this, could this word say? That was actually really good in terms of the plot, like the plot twist. Like you know, you can continue to live this life. Or you can actually try to help everybody, and maybe you die. Eh, mm-hmm. You know. Good old fucking Jenkins Richards. Became his name. Uh-huh. I, I feel like I feel like he made everybody salute him as Brigadier General Jenkins <laughs> fucking Richards. Exactly. That was that was what I was going for. Okay, that yeah, worked. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Jenkins Richards. The third, yeah, bitch. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm going on Twitter right now to change my name. <laughs> I am Jenkins Motherfucker. <laughs> the third, yeah, bitch. <laughs> no, that was really good. So did I softball it to you or was that that was was that like there was so much detail that I wanted to like get on to the next person mm-hmm. so like there was not because like I always watch this shit from the from above right like I'm always watching <laughs> this shit afterwards so I see where this shit falls apart so I was like no I'm not gonna have this happen not on my watch you should know better I've been watching <laughs> Yeah. Well, the eagle has landed now. I would like to, uh, I'd like to go ahead and, and use that as a prelude to the next part. Um, you never really specified what the AI controlled. I don't know. I don't know. That's yeah. a good point. That's a good I don't point. know either. <laughs> no clue. Does anyone oh know? That, that played a very sure. important factor to where my story went. Oh, God. Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh, boy. Rick. Um, you have been with us since the beginning, uh, LSPN. You've been here since the dawn of time. Mm. Being in it, as opposed to just hearing the end story, what do you see differently now? That shit is nerve-wracking. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, my God. Especially, like, especially if you just... Because I've been watching and because, like, I always see where it falls off the rails or where people misunderstand. I'm like, nigga, you should know better. Nope, you're going to keep this story on track. <laughs> you have a motherfucking responsibility, nigga. Like, like wait a minute. Hey, this is just a show. I'm just supposed to tell a story. What is that? <laughs> Ricky joined the Global Defense League in 2009. <laughs> He's been serving for the last nine years. Just saying, I had to get involved. And it was like, under General Jenkins. 
Ricky is that nigga who's sitting on the sideline like, I can do that shit. And as soon as it's his turn, game over, man. <laughs> game <laughs> over. <laughs> I'm going to watch that movie right now. Yeah, that shit was funny. But uh, you did a was... really good job, though, for us to just like throw you in here and be like, make some shit up. Hey, and you did. Hey, and it was a romance. I, hey, it's the super romantic. You, motherfucker. But um, <laughs> it did help us introduce two things into the storyteller lexicon. First of all, I am a motherfucking god. Will be a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Second thing, uh, uh, the other T-shirt that will be coming out from Storytellers is my name is Brigadier General Jenkins, motherfucking Richard the Third, you bitch. Oh, oh my god! So, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was really just me. Like that's, that's me when I'm pretending to do like Rick James. <laughs> Cause I'd be like, cause, cause you know when the fucking Ch- when Chappelle show came out, I was like, at, like Rick Hines, nigga, it was just easy. I'm Rick motherfucking Hines, like it just <laughs> it just it, it it flows, nigga. It's so I'm like now. Saying, I'm just saying, bro. It is. There are so many role playing games that could have been instantly upgraded if you had just written the story. And at the end, the final boss stands up and says, I'm a motherfucking god! <laughs> hold on, hold on. Nigga, What's your name? my face. Jenkins! Richard, you know, Jenkins! Motherfucking Richards, the third. Samuel yeah, L. Jackson is going to option this script. He's, he's going to be reaching out to He'll us. Sign on immediately. <laughs> he's going to option this script. Just immediately, like, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope, I saw the last line. <laughs> Denzel, what I'm are you doing? This week? I've got a job for you, Denzel. How would you like to be Jenkins, motherfucking Richards? I heard. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> But since we we did not get what the AI does from part two to part three, I really want to know what Jay's AI after his introduction to us, after the one bite bandit, after the pussy lip fiasco. Yes. I really want to know what the AI. Yeah, y'all can, y'all can, y'all, I'm still salty that y'all keep talking about the one bite more than infolipping people's lunches like it was a ran wrap. She would just flutter down from the heavens and just spread her wings on, the, on my sandwich. Nobody wants to talk about this but me. Why am I? Why am I in human resources? <laughs> my sandwich. Why am I here? Who's threatening you? She put her fucking vulva on my Velveeta. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, uh, you know what? You know what flip you know what tripped me out though? When I was thinking about it, I was like, the fact that that caused them to stop putting like stop taking bites out of food, like that's what that's what did it. Like, <laughs> like why not just get there if you're the if you're the one bite bandit nigga, why not just get there before HR? Like it's just not that like 
Now you even put a half bitten uh, sandwich on oh your vagina. Like, nigga. She she did this. Why am I in human resources? Where is my mother? <laughs> we are very sure that the AI is not in anyone's vagina, however. Nope. nope. Let us no promises on this one. <laughs> no oh, kidding. God. No vaginas this week. <laughs> <laughs> You sure? I mean, you might have snuck one in. Like, uh, the sky is blue. The rain is falling. Vagina. <laughs> Snap. That sounds like the best poem ever. Coming <laughs> up to the stage, ladies and gentlemen. I, I am. I am ready for that poem. Yes. Coming up to the stage, Stephanie. <laughs> the sky is blue. The roses are red. Vagina. <laughs> and then you just stare at the screen like David Blaine and shit. Just vagina. <laughs> and then as she walk off the stage, she'd be like, Stokes. <laughs> Stokes. <laughs> approve of this many black people being this happy. Somebody play the story and take it. Oh, don't worry. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of malcontent. Oh, okay. no. I feel like I'm going to hate Jay after I play this story. I apologize Aww. for that. Oh, I regret nothing. <laughs> the choice is yours. The words echoed in her mind as she had millions of thoughts rush through her, overwhelming her senses. Outwardly, you could see Genevieve's lip quaver as she considered a lifetime of happiness with Deontay and Luke, forever in love. But then she considered a lifetime of sorrow, of knowing that everyone she'd ever known and everything that she'd ever known would cease to exist, or worse, become enslaved to the chilling plot that was underway by the rogue AI. The greatest emotion that Genevieve felt, however, was gratitude. Gratitude to Brigadier General Jenkins Richards. You see, at that moment, Genevieve realized that he had given everything yet again so that she could live. Of all the things her father had done, this was perhaps his greatest sacrifice offering to send not just her, but also Luke and Deontay with her into a incredible utopian future. Genevieve turns towards Luke and Deontay. She stared into Deontay's cold, steely gaze, and then looked into the warm, friendly embrace of Luke's kind eyes and realized that there was only one thing she could do. She turned back to her father and she said, we're not going to run. Send us in. Both Luke and Deontay nodded behind her. Genevieve held both her hands out to Luke and Deontay. Luke embraced one and Deontay the other. And she looked into both their eyes and said, let's save the world. No, let's save humanity. Her father 
behind her, ready the equipment. And a whir began to raise above our, and a whir began to raise around them. Genevieve stared intently into both Luke and Deontay's eyes, and they into hers, as suddenly she felt the entire world rip apart around her and go black. She came to in a massive room surrounded with tons of circuitry. She was in the AI control room. She looked over at both Luke and Deontay and realized in horror that her hand had fused with Luke's hand. She looked over at Luke's and Deontay's hand and then at Deontay in general and saw that he had not had any issues teleporting. He hadn't had his hand fuse. Luke looked at Deontay and Genevieve and says, oh, shit. Our hands, they're fused. But why didn't your hand fuse to ours, Deontay? Deontay paused and took a step back. I guess now is a good a time to find out, he said. Genevieve gasped. Find out what? Deontay began chuckling. <laughs> Well, apparently, organic flesh has issues with the teleporter. I don't have organic flesh. Genevieve and Luke both gasped again and then stopped, realizing that that little bit of drama was unnecessary, but still, they felt like gasping. What? Genevieve said. What do you mean you're not organic? Deontay looked at her and said, what are you, dumb? When I said I'm not organic, it means I'm not human. I was built and created by this AI that you brought me here to stop. And guess what? I'm here to make sure that you and your little boy toy over there don't ever get a chance to stop us. <laughs> And now, he said, as he reached over and broke the emergency glass on a nearby fire case and pulled out an axe, your love, like yourselves, must die. But don't worry, it's not just you and your love, but the Global Defense League as well. I will destroy everything you love. You should have ran when you had the chance. That Vagina! Is <laughs> that is so close to what I had in mind. I knew oh, it. God. Oh, thank God. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no. To be fair, the AI had only made a replica, was what I was thinking in mind. Like Deontay's still in there, wired into the mainframe somewhere. Still, in my the, version the, the possibility is there i never mm -hmm. actually say that it is deontay it's just that he's an inorganic being so it could be a replica the possibility is there um yeah because like there was no one said what the eye could do so i was like all right what are they gonna do like at first i was like okay cool the whole hands were teleporting and then they'll get in and their fingers will be all fused together I'm like oh shit we can't fucking type stop in the keyboard <laughs> <laughs> Then I was like, that's a dumb story. 
And and I actually kind of felt bad because I, I was like, I didn't want to like break up. I was like, this is really cool that this is a polyamorous relationship. I don't want to break this. I, I don't want this to end. And I guess I probably should have coded a little bit more in for like Deontay's under duress somewhere. I was just kind of hoping that the fact that he's inorganic and there's no way you could be. Yeah, like my whole thought is was that Genevieve was going to be like inorganic. How I've seen you, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I'm hoping that that's what the next where the next part goes because I, I like the concept I, of them being polyamorous. As uh, many times as I've blown everything up, I just want to see like the Bollywood explosions. Like that's that's what I'm here for. <laughs> I, I just want to point out two things. One, first time in history that in a romance novel, there's been a nigga named Deontay. Secondly. <laughs> not true. You just don't read. No, I'm not talking about the urban novels where uh, <laughs> Jenkins, mo- no. Um, <laughs> that Heights. counts. That counts. Deontay Smithers from Wuthering Heights with Charlotte Bronte. Don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> secondly. Secondly. Um, I am insulted that nobody else thought that the AI that they were sending them to was Allen Iverson's basketball camp. See? Okay. Is that Allen Iverson is literally the future of basketball, always has been. <laughs> nope. And that nigga would have crossed up the entire relationship. <laughs> Y'all, I ruined the story. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> and, oh, no. Yep. I'm just glad the didn't run. I'm just happy that my story didn't ruin it. I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) The nigga, the nigga, the nigga crossed up Jordan, okay? He deserved to be recognized for his hard work and and taking that team to the to the finals. Did you see that team? He had Matt fucking Geiger on his team, okay? So AI, y'all say when y'all hear AI, I hear AI. And then I think the future, and it all comes together. And there may or may not be lyrics from future in here while talking about AI being the future of basketball. And then there's love. Oh no! How did that actually happened. I didn't put any of that bullshit into my story, but it sounded good, right? After vagina, we're all off the rails. Correct. None of y'all even flinched when I said that shit. You were all just right there, like let's do it. Yeah, yeah, like we're all in at all times. That is the best thing about storytellers. It's like you brought Alan Iverson into the future to destroy mankind. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I am here to break your ankles and drink juice. And I'm all out of juice. <laughs> Rick, go for it. Yo, can I say I'm just mad them niggas didn't run. I, the whole the whole point was it supposed to be it's supposed to run, damn it! No. <laughs> Your whole job was a run, nigga. <laughs> How do you go from I'm a motherfucking guy to let's run? Because you won the motherfucking guy. You didn't get there like that. She didn't get. She should have been. She should have been humbled right then and there. Uh, I'm a motherfucking god. We're all gonna die. God damn it! We gotta run, run, run. Time to go. I just felt like the nigga in the movie. I just felt like the nigga in the movie where, like, I tried to make it really, really, really easy for them to run, and you didn't take the bait. And I was just like, "Run, niggas, run!" (laughs) Why didn't you run? Starring Alan Iverson as himself. 
why why didn't they run? Because like what what? Because that's the end of the story. If they run, like <laughs> you get to tell a beautiful story and they teleport away, and it's just. And then you talk about their life as they teleport, and you get to see the happy ending for them. You know, they gonna it's fuck around. It's just the rest of the story of them like raising children together. And, exactly, it was I don't supposed know, to be a like romance. fishing in like, like crystal clear lakes somewhere in the middle of the galaxy, someplace else. Yeah, I guess we should have done that. <laughs> raising a family of cowards, uh, bringing near general <laughs> motherfucking riches is ashamed of all of them, and the fifth. He sends them. He sends them sky messages that just light up the sky that says nothing but you, bitch. <laughs> Look, they teleport away. They're happily ever after for about fifteen minutes, and then the alien invasion starts. You can always make more problems. You can sure. always make more problems. Sure, you can't hide. <laughs> I betcha. I was just hoping for that. I was hoping for Allen Iverson. We're all disappointed today. That's fair. (laughs) Yo. A voice from nowhere said, you can dribble these balls. And they turned around and it was Allen Iverson. (laughs) I know how my next story bit is going. Uh (laughs) Uh Random Allen Iverson fact, by the way. That nigga's the best high school quarterback in Virginia history. What? He mm-hmm. is. Wow. He is. Bubba Chuck, 6'1". By I know far. Him, like, yeah, by far. Better than Vic. Better, well, either of the Vic boys. Like ridiculous. That nigga was a killer. That's amazing. Yeah. Love up. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> that, that little nigga took my heart a long time ago. Hey, nigga. That's See, it's a romance story, though, right? It's romance. This is yeah. romance. Romance us, Rashani. Yeah, Make go us for it, it. I apologize for nothing, like, like Jay said. It surprised Genevieve to hear Luke laugh right alongside Deontay. Had they both lost their minds, she thought, looking back and forth between them. Doesn't he understand the gravity of the situation? And why in the fuck did Deontay have to wait until now to tell us that he was an AI? I almost love that nigga. That's fucked up. Luke continued to laugh, gasping for air as Deontay stopped laughing. Why aren't you laughing anymore, Deontay? Luke asked. Deontay said, it wasn't that funny. Luke said, yes. Actually, it is. And let me tell you exactly why it's funny. You see, you said that you were going to kill everything that we loved. Including the Defense League. Is that correct? Deontay said, yes. Yes, I did. And I meant every moment of it. And started laughing again. Luke stopped a mid-chuckle. Yeah, 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 that's enough. So you're going to destroy everything that I love including the defense league. Deontay said, I, I just, I just, I just said that, right? Like, is there a, is there an echo in here? Echo. Nothing echoed back at him. And he's continued. No, I guess there's not. And even if there was an echo, I'd know because see, I'm AI. And I'm in the AI control room. So basically I am this room. So I would know if it could echo. And let me tell you, it can't. Luke said, you know, It's funny, Deontay. 
you're in a place where you should know everything and yet you still don't know shit. Deontay looked at him. Genevieve looked at him too. What are you talking about? Deontay said. Yeah, Luke, what are you talking about? Genevieve said, looking over at Luke. Thinking to herself, she said, shouldn't you avoid making him mad when right now he has two hands and we have three? When we should have four, but we're fused together now because of my punk-ass daddy? Thanks, Dad. I mean, I love you and all, but still, you couldn't have warned a sister. Word? For real? Hey, there might be side effects. Side effects include nausea, headaches, uh, frequent urination, and oh, your bodies might fuse together. You could have said that before you hit the button. I wouldn't have signed the waiver. I'm going to sue the hell out of you. I can't because you're my daddy, but still, I would have. Remember that. Luke said, for you to know everything, and to know that you were going to destroy... Say that again? Deontay started laughing. No, 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 Luke said, cutting off the laughter. Skip the laughing part. We, we've been there. We've done that already. Skip past that part and get to the part where you start warning us about stuff again. The part where you start monologuing. I like that part. Monologue again. Monologue for me, robot. Don't call me robot, Deontay said. Why not? You are, ain't you? Deontay thought about it. Sticks and stones may break my bones. Luke stopped and said, no. No, they won't. Because you're a fucking robot. Deontay said, I dare you to call me a robot one more time. Luke said, what are you going to do? Destroy everything I love? Huh? Is that what you're going to do? Deontay said, yes. Yes, I am. I've already told you that. I'm going to destroy everything you love, and I'm going to kill the Global Defense League. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that like in just a few seconds. Oh, do you got to charge up? Luke said, Deontay said, you are really pushing my buttons right now. And Luke said, that's because I know without a shadow of a doubt that you can't do nothing about it. Deontay said, how are you so certain that you will not meet your oblivion in just a few moments? Luke said, quite simply, because you can't destroy everything I love. If you could, Genevieve wouldn't be here. Genevieve looked at Luke and gasped. <gasps> My father, Jenkins Richards, warned me about this, but I never thought that it would feel this way. Luke. Are you saying right now before this AI, my name's Deontay, motherfucker. Are you saying right now in front of this AI that you love me? Luke said, I thought you knew. I always did. Oh, snap. That was dope. Yeah. <laughs> and like she is the daughter I expect General Jenkins Richards to have like she is. <laughs> Thank you, Rashani. Thank you. Thank I feel like you. Luke got all Clint Eastwood there. Right? <laughs> like, oh, I said to my face. I was waiting for him to like, like shoot him in the face. Like I'm done here. Look, look. God damn it. First of all, a few things that didn't happen that should have happened in that story was they should have gone knuckles up, but I ran out of time. Oh, <laughs> I would square up. Square up. Secondly, you missed the dance-off. 
that happened a few seconds before where he hit him with the James Brown splits. <laughs> Look, I'm still too- over here laughing that you had the AI say that his buttons were being pushed. Like that pun. <laughs> like I'm just, I feel it in my heart or the circuits where my heart would be. That pun. <laughs> <laughs> Look, look, so I realized something about myself uh, <laughs> yesterday. Did I record this yesterday? No, a couple of days ago when I recorded this, I realized something about myself. Um, just like Erica's really, really like dark and not like the most romantic writing type person. I can't really handle romance either. Wow. <laughs> Wow. And so when I tried, I tried to do romance. I swear to God, swear to God, I tried to <laughs> on on Brigadier General Jenkins motherfucking Richard's name. I tried to do romance mm-hmm. and I just froze. Like every time. This is the list of stuff that I wrote out. <laughs> I wrote a whole list of ideas. For this romance to just make them all fall in love and melt and petals and all that. And everything that I thought about were those stupid Harlequin novels from like the 70s and the 80s. Yeah. And I just couldn't do any more flaccid, <laughs> turgid penises and bulging biceps and all that kind of stuff. I couldn't. And so I decided to just clown the fuck out of that nigga because <laughs> seriously. The nigga's name is Deontay, and he's an AI, which means he literally is the weakest version ever because they would have named him something like Monsignor X4-327 <laughs> Devastator or something. See, I would have liked if you had gone for, like, sweat drip down Deontay's brows, his giant bicep. I learned that from, uh, from, from uh, what's the movie? With with AI? with Arnold Schwarzenegger going to going to Mars. Um, oh, oh, Total, Total Recall. Recall. Total yeah. Recall. I was about to say AI Red Planet. Planet. That's not it. That sounds right. I mean, that could be it. Her heaving bodice trembled as she thought about the ramifications of what Deontay. Fuck all that noise. <laughs> AI, I'm about to clown the shit out of you and then reveal my love to Genevieve. Who also, let me say, I struggled like shit as somebody who took French to not call her Jean Vier every time <laughs> I said her name. What? It's Jean Vier, niggas. <laughs> Genevieve. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. All right. <sighs> Maybe in French. I give sir, these people these beautiful names, this beautiful relationship. And all we were loving, committed, ready to save the world. And you guys, I mean, one question Deontay is a beautiful name. Yes. Oh, he's beautiful. Wow. Okay. I just wanted to confirm that I heard that. Okay, we're good. He's on the list of beautiful names. Deontavius is his full name. You know, that is beautiful. Deontay feels like a nigga you fought on the basketball court. Yes, and I think I did. I really think I might Everybody fought a nigga named Deontay on the basketball court. 
I know. Wait, you see how the personal trauma romantic. just comes out? You see how the personal <laughs> trauma? Look, that's the only reason the nigga don't like the day. Look, all the okay, I'm gonna Deontay, man. Fuck that nigga Deontay. The most unromantic niggas ever. Look, yeah. this was this was beautiful. It was committed. We had, I and I was, and I was wildly <laughs> entertained that my unwillingness to Harlequin has three gentlemen trying to write a romance. Right. Like, I feel like I don't understand more about romance from the male perspective, just from this particular episode. Like it is very enlightening. It is, uh, out of control AIs. It is running away from the end of the world. It is God clowning right. the dude that insulted. <laughs> Somebody got to get away. Shit. <laughs> I, I also want to point out that Deontay is that nigga who's six foot four at the gym who won't rebound, but always wants <laughs> other people to crash the boards. Ball, 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 ball. That's Deontay. That's Deontay. Ball. Deontay, ball, Deontay, ball, ball. Deontay is that. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> in the corner. I'm so sorry that you guys, that, Deontay's, hurt you all so much. I haven't said that though. Deontay I do love him. <laughs> I do feel love in my heart for him. So hey, let's mm. see what happens, Deontay. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I understand. <laughs> I don't feel the love. You don't feel the love, Stephanie. There's no, no more love. But, but... the love. Look <laughs> <laughs> how you six, six, and only get one rebound. <laughs> Go 0 for 24 in a game of six, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you missed like 19 shots and you banking the game winner and that like you meant to do it. Fuck Deontay. So I'm going to need you guys to provide a list of names to me. She needs a name I don't bank. want, I like don't want any Jeff unconscious bias <laughs> for Deontay, who is an excellent augmented reality specialist. He's only uh, five foot ten. I have no issues with Deontay. I will say this. He's nice. I assume Deontay was the one who was the tech savvy one because of his name. I assume (laughs) that he had the, he was the, so I I did personas, obviously. So like Luke's the the gentle, warm one and he's the, the, so I assume he was the dark (laughs) one. He was the, like the the steely gaze. Like I'm the strength that you need. I assume that he was that person. And then when I had to pick somebody, uh, because I was like, well, I, the whole hand fusing thing is going to work. I was like, someone should go evil. It's like, oh, clearly Deontay. So, <laughs> Deontay like, bias over here. And for yeah. more than one person. I'm just saying, Deontay's yeah. the type of nigga who will get a hard scream and then call the cops. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> this is I didn't even think he was white. Slander. I didn't think he was white. That's new. No, no. Actually, you know what? <laughs> Fuck, a Deontay did stab the the dude that stabbed me in my fucking leg. Always oh, playing ball. Deontay's this nigga's name was Deontay. <laughs> oh fuck! I was like, I got so I got fucking stabbed in the leg when I was like eleven playing ball because the nigga had an ice pick in his fucking cargo shorts, nigga. Motherfucking see, because his name is Deontay. That's what they do. They put ice like, picks in their cargo shorts. Like. Uh-uh. No, it's because I was a no. fucking eleven year old, and I used to like to play with like sixteen year olds, and I used to run their ass this up the court. Shameful. We are going to go to Stephanie's part of the story. Stephanie wait, is going wait, to fix wait, wait. all of this. Deontay, Deontay <laughs> I have a name of the nigga who will go to the store for only one thing, and then forget that one thing and come home with hella other stuff, and then be like, "You should have told me twice." <laughs> I love Deontay. Okay, Danny, don't rebound. 
Hey, I thought you were going to grab some barbecue chips for me, Deontay. Oh, they ran out of barbecue chips. Oh, really? Did they, Deontay? They ran out of barbecue chips, the most popular flavor, the potato chip. What is out next? Were they out of original flavor too, Deontay? Where's my money? Oh, did you give me money for that? What a fucking Deontay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How you going to slander salt and vinegar potato chips? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just mm. saying. I think I about what I said. This is about to become anarchy. No. We need Stephanie to bring this back in. Give us a happily ever after. Deontay, the type of nigga that'll have seven bad days in a row because Deontay don't rebound. Okay. I'm done with my Deontay slander. And your salt and vinegar potato chip slander. I love salt and vinegar potato chips. All okay. I'm saying is no one else does. I do. It's just I me do. And like, oh, okay, cool. I do. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase. I'll rephrase. Well, yeah, like we're 12% of America. Like, yeah, I want some. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah, 100% of the buyers. 12% <laughs> of the potato buyers. We can, walk back, we can walk back the salt and vinegar potato chips, but we're not going to walk back Deontay. Okay. Fuck no. Okay. okay. I already said, no, I already <laughs> said, I love the name Deontavious. I do not care for the name Deontay. Yeah, can we just call him Deontay? <laughs> I like Deontavious. Thank you. I, the name Deontavious, I like. The name De- Deontay just brings up some bad memories for me. Deontay, I like the kind of nigga that'll hit you on the back of the head with a bottle while you're fighting somebody else. Excuse Deontay me. Deontay is the kind of nigga who keeps a pocket full of rubber Wait, bands just so he can fuck with you in behind you in class. That's Deontay. Just shooting nope, rubber bands in class. Nope. Uh-uh, Erica. Nope. I gotta stand up. I like the name Deontay because Deontay means big dick energy in another language. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, we are now going to listen to Stephanie's part of the story. No more Deontay slander. (laughs) Genevieve was stunned. Completely stunned. She couldn't believe what she was hearing. How could she not have known this? How could she have missed all the signs? She wondered. And she started scratching her head. And then she realized... She was scratching Luke's head. He said, what are you doing? I, did you mean what you said? Or are you just fucking with him? No, Genevieve. I mean every single word. She looked down at their body that is now one when they used to be fucking two. Gosh, she wanted to smack her dad in the face. Then it was like a light bulb came on. She started to giggle. Deontay looked at her and said, what the fuck is so funny? What the fuck is so funny? You humans are always fucking laughing. Then her chuckles turned into straight belly laughs. She was just like, you think that you've won. You think that we're fused. There's nothing that we can do, right? He said, right. You think because you're AI and you're more powerful than us, you've won, right? Deontay's like, a fucking course I'm right. A fucking course I won. Oh, Deontay, you may be artificial intelligence, but you are dumb because you forgot something. What did I forget? You forgot about this. And she showed him 
her wrist. And Deontay's eyes started to bulge. That thing doesn't fucking work. Oh, you think it doesn't? Then why are you scared? You know if I push this button, this little game is over. (laughs) But you won't. Because you don't even know if it'll work. Let's see. (laughs) She closed her eyes and pushed the red button on the watch. When she opened them again, she was standing in her father's lab. She looked around the room. The hole wasn't there. And Deontay was still on the table, not fully formed. It worked. It worked, she said to herself. And just as she finished talking, in walked Luke. She grabbed him. She hugged him. He said, what? What got into you? She looked up at him. And she kissed him. I love you, Luke. And he just stared at her. And he said, really? She said, yes, I do. I love you too. And he kissed her again. This time he really kissed her. At that moment, Genevieve's dad walked in. What in the hell are you two doing? This is work. Dad, don't put Deontay together. He's like, why? I'm just about to test his software. No, don't. Don't put them together. Just call it a hunch. It's a bad idea. Jenny, why would you say something like that? She held up her wrist and said, because I seen it. The watch works? Oh my God, Dad. Yes, it works. Is that what you're paying attention to? The watch? Okay, well, let's go to dinner and you'll explain to me, one, why you're kissing my lab assistant, and two, why you're saying Deontay's a bad idea. Okay, that's fair. We can do that. And also, I can tell you why fusion is a bad idea, too. Dad just walked out, shaking his head. (laughs) Genevieve smiled (laughs) and held Luke's hand, pulled him close, and said, Oh, and you and I definitely have some stuff to talk about. So boom, great. boom, bitches. That is so great. Oh, damn. Did you work on like Futurama or something? <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. Damn. I just want to mention, I just want to point out how she got fucking Thanos' time stone. I <laughs> <laughs> was like, you thought you broke up, vision, nigga, but guess what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a motherfucking god, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) It's delightful. 
Oh, Yo, what is it with all this this Jenkins Richards slander on his technology? First of all, <laughs> ain't nobody tell them niggas to be holding hands when they transport. Why would you do that? That just seems silly. Why would you do that? Because <laughs> love, nigga, that's why. What? No, nigga, somebody was trying to make a little fascist statement of shit. You're in love. That wasn't you're love. Like, that was, that was like... Teleport. That was dramatic. Uh-huh. We're gonna teleport out of here. Grab my hand. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're gonna make so, a statement. In Rick's version, everybody held hands because they were nervous, except for Rick, who grabbed his dick because he was friend. <laughs> and now his hand is permanently fused to himself. <laughs> like fuck me, my boss just itched for a second. Like what happened? <laughs> No. I love how I love that started story. with this committed relationship and by the end they didn't even know that they loved each other. We went back in time through the romance. That was dumb. Um, yeah. What's it that was, song called? That that there was a beautiful song that came out a few years back. I think it was called We You Just Haven't Met Me Yet or something <laughs> like that. Um You Just Haven't Met Me Yet. It was a white song. It, it was to the tune of like McDonald's. Michael like Buble. Um, you okay. know what I'm talking about? No, but, yeah, that's, no, that's but exactly I know why I don't like. know what you're talking about. Like, I just like, haven't met you yet. Yeah. <laughs> that, it sounds like a, a, a sitcom intro. Um, it, I, I really love that story, Stephanie. What, what was going through your head? So when I was listening to, I think what got me, because I had to listen to yours three times. And also I didn't, this is my first one, not writing stuff down. Like, I literally mm-hmm. just turned on the mic and just started talking. You know, like, huh, I think I might do this more often. Was it fun? It was. I was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Being off the cuff and not writing anything down is cool. What I think what got me was the fact, because one, true story, this was going to be a totally different ending because the first time I um, listened, I didn't hear the fusion part. So I was going to like pull in Erica and Deontay was going to like rip an arm out of a socket and blood was going to gush everywhere. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, I had to listen again. I'm like, oh crap, they're fused together. That's not going to work. <laughs> let me redo this. Like, let me redo this. So the fusion got me and then his declaration of love. I'm like, oh, I can tie this up. Because I like writing romance, so. It's yeah, so I thought that I, I thought that ending it off with him saying that he loved her, like that's the one thing that I do know happens in those Harlequin books that I can carry over is folks saying, <laughs> But I love you. <laughs> like the slow motion ugly cry thing happens where they realize that they're made for each other and the other person is just like, Well, fuck you. Um <laughs> I didn't know how you were going to end this story. I didn't think this story was going to ever end. Um, I thought that it was going to be like uh, another idea I have for storytellers. Check this out, Erica. Uh, check this out. <laughs> storytellers. We do a storytellers where whoever has the first part also will have the fifth part. Whoever has the second part will have the sixth part. And there's eight parts where we all hear a part of the story and we... Ah, what? Like a super? Wow. Now, we could do that for a special. We could do that to end Ooh, the. Right. That's that's what I be thinking about sometimes when I'm not thinking about niggas named Deontay. Okay. <laughs> I love Deontay alone. He was-, was top of his class. He graduated hey. with honors. He is Y'all- a perfect gentleman. He opens doors. He sends Y'all- your grandma Christmas cards. You he bakes cookies. Claude. 
You should he does, all that. He does all of that, Erica, and he eats pussy too. Yes. I, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't Thursday have any. You wouldn't any have any, any, any lunchtime <laughs> shenanigans if Deontay was in the office. To quote yeah. the nigga from Street Fighter: "The day your nigga ate your pussy was the greatest day of your life, but for me." It was Tuesday, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, yeah. I was like, like, what? I like cookies. Like, what? Why would I not bake them? What the fuck? It's <laughs> cookie dough in the fridge, nigga. Wait, I want some cookies here. Put them shit to the now oven. That, Walk away. Like, now that the show's canceled, I'm about to put on a show called Tongue Game Proper. Shout out. That can never be a video podcast. Welcome to Tongue Game Proper. Cancel! Cancel! Yeah, immediately. Immediately. Welcome to my newest podcast, Eating Out with Rashadi. Cancel! (laughs) Where each week we get into fine dining. Okay, we'll just we'll just call this episode. You put what on my sandwich? <laughs> I love this story. Real talk. Real talk. Yeah. I think that from beginning to end, I think that we really had to reach outside of our comfort zones. Mm-hmm. Um where with with Erica actually writing a romance um that wasn't people died immediately. Um, Rick actually having to do a story instead of just telling a story like he usually y'all don't know LSPN tells stories in the background that are just like everything and so to hear <laughs> him actually join in on the show and hear him actually work on it was greatness to to, mm-hmm. to Jay doing just the most with this AI concept and niggas getting fused together do you know I almost went super sane with the fusion idea, huh? 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 <laughs> I was waiting oh, for someone to go Pacific Rim. Like, come on! Like, they started job. sharing thoughts. Job. What? Oh what? yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Got to wow. say the full name of the movie. It's Pacific Rim Job. Um, <laughs> and then glorious, wonderful, beautiful Stephanie closing it out with just the best. I mean, that is literally the best combination of sci-fi and romance that I've heard. And that's why I'm saying that could have continued on, like gotten yeah. drawn out some more. Like, don't fucking build Deontay. And then Jenkins Richards III is like, fuck you, I'm going to build Deontay. And he builds Deontay and a war breaks out like John Connor and shit. Oh, <laughs> name is Jenkins Richards III. I'll do what I want. My name is now, now I have to think of what Deontay could stand for, like the initials. Oh, yes. Evil. <laughs> Why are you like this, Jay? Why are you like? <laughs> you he the gets first a way to big dick energy. That's what he's saying. Deontay, do idiots only? Oh, you eat sometimes. For that shame. nigga don't get low on it either. He don't be eating <laughs> Deontay big dick energy. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, baby, my name's Deontay. It stands for Big Dick Energy. Yeah, I feel like he'd get arrested pulling up with that line. Deontay <laughs> is the Deontay's the nigga you call to make a booty call. Like he's that, like the constant booty call. You can call him at one a.m. Like, what you doing? You up? 
you want to come through? Okay. Between right. and she's like, always, always very reliable. This version Damn of Deontay is just Deontay, a very nice gentleman. He mm. will come in. He will take care of any plumbing issues that you might have. <laughs> he will bake you some he cookies. He sure will. He'll clean every <laughs> one of them pipes. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's oh, wow. very resourceful. Mm-hmm. And then Luke is a network administrator. He is also a hacker. If you need somebody's Netflix password, he has it for you. <laughs> These gentlemen are a perfect complement for one another. And any woman would be grateful and glad to have them both in her life, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So what I made it very romantic. What, what you're saying is that <clears throat> Deontay is basically Joe and that all the things your man won't do uh, song. <laughs> and, and Luke, Luke is a nigga who's like, you want a Netflix and chill? Huh? 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 You don't have Netflix? That's okay. I can hack in and steal somebody else. Luke sounds, you just made Luke sound like the fucking nice guy who ends up in incel, whereas Deion- No, he's just really tech. He also mm-hmm. writes poems. He's very artistic. I don't know why you think like <laughs> poems and be artistic. That yeah, doesn't scream are, big dick energy. They really don't. It sounds like no. It screams like closet Wait, I, kinky, but we aren't going there because this is a family yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> is it on this episode? Is it? It hasn't been a family show since Jay arrived. Thanks, Jay. Uh, (laughs) He arrived on like the flapping of vulva, and we have never recovered, and we'll never recover again. (laughs) So, (laughs) one vagina, (laughs) vagina is what it took for this to derail. It is not me. Don't always just take one vagina. (laughs) (laughs) If all it took was one, then it's not me. (laughs) <laughs> don't blame it on the sunshine don't blame it on the moonlight don't blame it on the good times blame it on the pussy <laughs> oh, just, oh. just keep using that disclaimer I recorded just keep using it it's not we're done here. It's just never going to get back to PG-13 we're, not oh. as long as we're all here together no no mm. no no I, I can Nah. It's too late. It's <laughs> fine now. Like volume two is just not. We will just. Like you should have told me like up front, like, "Hey, Jay, um, don't make all vaginas." <laughs> we're trying to reach white people. I didn't tell them to be clean about it. <laughs> white people love vagina. <laughs> they do. Like chicken and watermelon, right? they love vagina. <sighs> Boy, Look at them. <laughs> he can't oh, stop eating that chicken and that pussy and that, that watermelon. He just can't oh. stop eating that vagina. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, ooh, this was uh, a romantic story. We hope that you had your heartstrings pulled in a fully consensual and romantic way. You know. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> like a Deontay the fuck up. <laughs> I'm talking about pussy. And this whole shit it just <laughs> fell off the rails because of a thing that Jay did an episode ago. Nobody want to admit that she put her pussy on my spoon. 
all my strawberry jello. So nobody want to admit to that shit. I just want to talk to upper management. I don't understand why I'm in trouble here. This is bullshit. Also, the parts for the next episode are a vet. Now, let's talk about that real fast. A vet. Well, you know what? Let's not. Because a vet. I'm going to let y'all, whoever goes first, I'm going to let y'all decide what a vet is. Um, A vet. Mm -hmm. An aquarium. Mm Mm-hmm. Forgot to pass along the information. Yeah. Oh. Now, oh, dear. Now, <clears throat> Rick, we appreciate your time. I love that story. Um, we'll be passing the script along to Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, we will. Jenkins. We will. That, he will be perfect in the mm-hmm. Meg. Jenkins, mm-hmm. motherfucking Richards. Um, <laughs> so, Erica, what's your favorite kind of fruit? Uh, pears. Pears. Okay. Stephanie, what's your favorite kind of fruit? Cantaloupe. Okay. Jay? Mango. Okay. And I like pineapple. Because it's good, and everybody should. But that means, Stephanie, you're going first in the next episode. Woo, woo. Uh, Jay, you're going second. Go. Erica, you're third, and I will be going last. Fun. And as a reminder, the cards are a vet in in an aquarium and forgot to pass along the information. If y'all have any uh, questions or comments, y'all can always hit us up on Twitter at Storytellspin, O-E-O. That is S-T-O-R-Y-T-A-L-E-S-P-I-N. Yeah. I think you can also email us at storytellerspod at Mm gmail.com. If you have any suggestions for stories or anything of that nature. Um, I do want to thank Tenacious FX on Twitter. Uh, she, or they, rather, they, uh, spent a great chunk of time listening to the story from storytellers uh, last week uh, while they were crafting to their heart's content. And I, that, that, that's, that's all right. That's awesome. We want to be the reason why your weekend is either enriched or ruined. Choice is yours. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, the, that option is going to come up. One or the other, if you listen to this in the car with your mother-in-law. Wait, what happened with the lips? So <laughs> thank you for your time. We greatly appreciate it. Anybody else, if you want to hit us up on Twitter, go for it. You can also conversate with, with us on Twitter at hashtag Tales We Tell. Uh, that is T-A-L-E-S-W-E-T-E-L-L. Uh, from all of us to you, this is Storytellers. Uh, y'all have a wonderful afternoon or evening or morning. Peace. <laughs>